Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, and my good mates, Phil and Bianca. Unfortunately, Kent couldn't be here this week. He's off trying to track down a bottle of Bacardi 151 in celebration of the fact that we are at 151 episodes. Not quite as much of a milestone as 150, but we love celebrating mediocrity here on our show. Anyway, how are we all? We are well. Quite well. Yeah, quite well. You know, you know what's interesting about uh, 151? Is, is that 151 is, in some people's minds, the start of the new decade of numbers, I guess, in some ways. You know, there's that whole argument that it was 1999, the end of the millennium, or was 2000, the end of the millennium. So I guess it's the same thing. Was 150 the 150th episode, or is 151 the celebration of the 150th episode? I feel like we've had this argument before, and I oh. every time. Boy, boy, have we, and Bianca's about to reference the fact that we got into her into an argument with her father about this exact topic, I think she Yes. <laughs> that was about it. 2000... My dad would not appreciate this millennium. topic. No, because your father's it's not 2000. correct. That's the issue. No my, one likes to be on a losing argument. My father's not correct. Don't tell him that. I don't, I don't, I can't stand that. I can't be stand, get, I can't stand getting kicked out of the family over your... You saying well, my father's not correct? Well, I'm telling you, Bianca, nobody likes being wrong, and that's why your father finds it such a difficult topic to discuss. But I don't get... <laughs> I understand what they mean. <laughs> I understand what you, they mean by, like, the 99-2000 thing, but... They're wrong. They're wrong, yeah. <laughs> we started in year zero. I get it. No, the I think the issue is we started not with the year zero. We started with the year one because one. they got it wrong. Because they got it wrong. They they they're incorrect. Again, when a baby's born, you're not not one years old. You're not born no, you're not. one. You're born zero months, then one month, through to twelve months, which is when you swap over to being one years old, one year and one month, so on and so but, forth. But here's the thing that I don't understand. Everyone that says that Jesus died, and it's all about Jesus' death. But everyone says Jesus died when he was thirty. So by your logic, the year would have been 31 AD. Sorry. Th- mm. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, do we say AD <laughs> as in after his death or after his birth? I always thought it was the birth of Jesus that was year zero. No, it's, a- it's after it's after, it's after death. No, after Christ. It's AC and, and BC. Before Christ That's and after right. Christ. That's right. AC. Religion uses the weird one, which is the one that no actual formal... You know, it's, counting users anymore, which is it's AD B, and BC, and it's and AD, BC and AD, before Christ, and then Anno Domini or whatever it is, AD. I just Something. use CE, which is Common Era. Um, but no, thirty. The, everyone yeah. agrees that thirty CE, let's just say, is the year that Jesus died, and everyone agrees that Jesus died when he was thirty. But by what you're saying, that means Jesus died when he was twenty-nine. So someone's, some, everyone's got it wrong collectively around the world. And this is yes. not where we were supposed to go with this conversation, but yeah. No, it's, no, it's not. But look, uh, as a result of the tangent, we are now at the point where the theme song has well and truly come and gone. And it's now just into the regular old chat and time. So you know what, Bianca? It really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if this is where the conversation taking us. In fact, I'll tell <laughs> you, listeners, where conversation was supposed to go. It was supposed to go Please down do. the route of um, 
talking all about how Carl Stefanovic from the Today Show in Australia um, had a fantastic kind of um, grudge match against uh, a Karen, basically. A Karen who chose not to wear a mask inside of a, of a Bunnings warehouse trade store um, because she has a medical pass to be able to wear it, despite the fact that earlier in the year she did wear a mask by choice. Um, so now she's just doing it because she... Twice, actually. Yeah, so now she's just doing it because she has an attitude problem because she's a Karen. Um, we're also going to discuss the fact that, um, as a, a wider topic, uh, COVID-19 is still well and truly there if you weren't aware of it. Um, and also there are Emmy nominations, but we'll see what we can get through in terms of the list of topics. Of course, we also have a What the Quote and our Sick Kent of the Week. That's right, team, Woo! the week. Yay! Drew, where should we begin? Uh, let's kick off with Carl and Karen and all the uh, crazy. <laughs> Carl and Karen and the crazies. Oh dear, this is crazy. So Drew, you yes, know, do tell. Tell us. Now, yes, Bianca. You know, my own, sorry, I was yeah. just going to say, the uh, Karen should have known what was going to happen to her this week. I'm just saying. Yes, no, and that was no. what the uh, Chaser article pointed out as well. <laughs> uh, look, Bianca, you're, you're quite right, but also, Andrew, you're quite right. What we're referring to, we'll discover in a moment. But, um, Bianca, you seem to be living under the idea that Karen's um, are, are aware of the universe or the world around them. In actual fact, literally, if, if you were to be a Karen, um, there is literally nothing before you um, except for what's literally one meter in front of you. And as you take a step, now I learned this just by observing the way Karens act and behave. Now, as they take one step in front of them, the world kind of appears before them and everything like that. So they are probably the most surprised people on earth that things can go wrong for them and that bad things can happen. It is the most unjust society of all societies to be a Karen. Um, uh, it's just a, so a horribly miserable world. What you're saying is they have a disability. They can't see into the... They can't see past their own hands. They're blind. You're correct. You're correct. Ah, In fact, I would say that blindness is less of a disability than being a Karen. Because <laughs> if you're blind, you can't see, but you have heightened other senses. The only other sense that um, Karens have, because they it's can't self -entitlement. see... Self-entitlement. Self-entitlement and also emotion. They, they Their feelings get hurt so much heavier than everyone else's. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy. No, no, it's fact. I can tell you. I've, I've done a lot of research into watching how Karens behave and just how the whole world revolves around them. It's crazy. Karens in the wild? I just thought you read it on Wikipedia. Well, true. I wonder if that is what's written about Karens on Wikipedia. Uh, Drew, tell us the story, please. All right. So I think much like you, Mr. Philip, um, I discovered it through a Chaser article. <laughs> yes, exactly right. And then went on, and then went on to watch the video. Uh, so the Today Show decided after a little bit of umming and ahhing for a day and a half to have their guest on the show to discuss her point of view and why she believed that she should be allowed to walk into the store without wearing a mask and how even though she has a medical certificate stating that she does not need to wear the mask, mm -hmm. that that somehow made it acceptable for her to be around other people 
who did need to wear it. And as she tried to justify her belief, her point of view on the matter, and try to vindicate herself and her actions against what we could all clearly see in the video that she took, um, we watched Carl crush her. <laughs> yes, we did. it was so satisfying. Yes, it was. I and then, don't often like any- cheer on Carl Stefanovic. But good I don't on think you, too Carl. many people do, but this was, yeah, that's this was amazing. Bianca, I'm completely with you, though. I, I totally get it. Like, I, I, I think that he's funny, but I think he's a f- much of a fool and quite arrogant. I also think that he's, I just don't care so much about what, he sometimes fires up in the right way, but it's so rare that he looks more foolish and it almost undoes his good, the good times that he says something right by how foolish I think he is. Um, but no, in this case, he, this was one of his absolute, you know, home runs. He really laid into it. And in fact, he, this is, he felt, this is, yes, true. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, it's absolutely in one of my top five Carl moments. Yeah. Look, that I think him that being the, drunk at, after the, well, in the after party of the Logies and going on air. I felt that was pretty that, good. That one's definitely in there. I think that the other one that's got to be in there is the time that he did unload on politicians. I can't remember who it was specifically, but it was a fantastic rant. And then the other one was the time yeah. that he was with the Dalai Lama and he chose to tell a Dalai Lama whole, um, uh, what is it, one with everything joke. <laughs> yeah. I forgot one. about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's There's a reason Carl. that YouTube is filled with videos of the best of Carl. But <laughs> Unfortunately, the rest of all by hook or by crook. He, Unfortunately, he's though, the a worst national of, treasure of television. I was going to say, but unfortunately, the worst of Carl is like bad. Carl can yep. get bad. Oh yeah. But um, when when he's when he's good, you, you good oh, he's on fire. Absolutely, he is. I yeah. couldn't agree more. Oh. So he but how satisfying was it to watch? So yeah, satisfying that it was. That it was to just to see them. Oh my he, goodness! He properly shut them down. So Lizzie, people are watching um, as we've seen on our show even today. Their loved ones die from this virus, and and all people are asking is for people to wear a mask. Help us understand um, why this is such a problem for you. For me, it's about choice. It's about personal choice. And my health comes first. And I also have an exemption from wearing a mask. And um, I noticed you you mentioned in in, uh, your clip there that it was a heated argument at Bunnings. There was no heated argument at Bunnings at all. Um, I was quite calm and within my rights to say what I said. And I only started filming to protect myself because of what, uh, what happened when I was surrounded by staff in Bunnings. See, Lizzie, I watched your video and thought it was quite aggressive and that you were being deliberately antagonistic. Well, I guess you didn't see what happened before that. Um, Again, I went to Bunnings. It is my local Bunnings. I've lived here 17 and a half years and I went there shopping for the intention to fix my yard that was standing in here that's being all gutted. Um, So there was no intention to do anything on a Sunday other than uh, go to my local store, get some supplies and leave. When I entered, mask, obviously no mask, mask free, um, I calmly entered the store. Nobody approached me. I went past probably four or five staff. Nobody said anything or did anything to me. I was probably there nearly five minutes, I'd say, before I was in the shovel aisle trying to work out what to buy before anything happened. 
I kept my documents with me because just in case something happens. I've, I've never been actually asked to produce any documents before mm. anywhere I've gone in any shops or supermarkets. So, um, But I wasn't being antagonistic at all. I, I stated what uh, Daniel Andrews instructed me to state on the Department of Health and Human Services website that if I have a issue, I, a medical issue or a reason to be exempt, I simply can state that and that's enough. Do you think and wearing a mask is a breach of your human right? Yeah, I do. I do. Because this is my voice and this my, this is about an agenda. It's not just about a virus. And, and despite the virus, in my opinion, yes, being very real, I've never said it's not real, it was orchestrated. And the level, the amount of effect that it's had the, it is not true. The statistics aren't true. Florida just released that 90,000 cases were misdiagnosed and they've reduced their accuracy down to 11,000 cases. That's just one example. You had somebody on a current affair last night say they had a positive, then negative, then positive test. Yeah. The, the numbers are not true. And despite, you know, the virus being, I believe, biochemically engineered yes. intentionally. Mm -hmm. And and I will say, because I know you're going you're gonna to ask me about the mask, right? You're going to ask me about why did I wear a mask for one day for about four hours a few months ago? And then I wore a mask about a month ago when I was having my eyelashes done. A good point. Okay, the recent mask was a choice. Yeah, it was a choice. And this is my point. I did that to prove a point. It's about choice. If you want a mask, that's up to do you. The elderly, can I just ask you, Lizzie, do the elderly in aged care to. homes, do the elderly in aged care homes, now 700 of them affected with COVID, do they have a choice? The answer is but no. Is it COVID? You know, is it COVID? How do you know it's COVID? Why is it that everybody that is dying this year diagnosed. in 2020? What was your is medical degree again? Death? Sorry. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, but I worked as a medic, okay? And I did, obviously, uh, quite a while ago, not when COVID was around. When did you work as a medic? But I'm telling you right now, the statistics are wrong. When did you work as a uh, medic? Last time was about four years ago. Because I've got here that you're a professional psychic. It was about four psychic. years ago last time. Are you a medic or a psychic? Yes. Yeah, I've been a professional psychic, a working psychic since I was nine years old. I started psychic readings See, and for the public from the I age of 12 to 13. I think the issue is you, you deliberately went into that place. You deliberately went into that place to antagonise workers who are literally just trying to do their bit for the country right no, now, trying to protect no, other people no, from passing on this killer virus, which not. is what it is. Um, you, you have and espouse no. all these weird, wacko beliefs, and unfortunately there are people out there who are going to believe you and who are going okay. to side with you, and that's just irresponsible in the current climate. It's just irresponsible. You know okay. what? I can't so even my, listen to you anymore. I'm so sorry. Can I just put it to you, Carl? I can't even listen to you. I, can, I can't put it to you. You can't listen to me. Nah. That my I have a medical exemption. No, nah. it's it's wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I, I thought we'd I thought we'd in some way, shape, or form get to a reasonable um, um, excuse as to why she was doing that. Otherwise, mm. we wouldn't have got her in the first place. There's no reasonable explanation. None. Well, that's it. I mean, with the the fact that she went in filming the whole thing, um, you know what? Just I'm, suggest. I'm just over it. Uh, you know, everyone's in lockdown. We've had people on our show who in are losing tears. loved ones, um, and they've got to say goodbye to their loved ones with FaceTime. And I, it, it, it's it's actually so upsetting, mm -hmm. you know. And then we have someone like that who who goes in and it's all very difficult for everyone, especially in a working environment like Bunnings. They've got to put up with the public coming in and there mm. she is 
And I just thought maybe there's 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 some sense there from her, but there's just none. And I, and I apologise from the outset if I if I've been too aggressive with her. Um, but mm -hmm. but I just think that there's no no place in Australia right now for that kind of. Belief. I mean, we had this discussion last night and this morning about whether or not we we would even give her airtime. We had this discussion, but then felt that it was actually important because this is happening over and over again. That Bunnings staff members who are doing the right thing are faced with this kind of activity. And we felt it was important to then hear her point of view. But, um, look, I back you 100%. It's the moment where he calls her view wacko that yeah. gets me. So dishonest. That and how he, he awkwardly... He tries to suss out. He's like, so how long ago were you a medic? Because uh, I've got it here that you've been a psychic since you were nine years old. <laughs> No, no, no. And he says, I have on here that you're a psychic. And then she goes on to say, well, I've been a psychic oh, since I right. was yes. nine years old. I've been a practicing yes. psychic since I was nine years old. It's like, who? Who is a practicing psychic since they're I, nine years I don't old? Think practicing she... psychic since nine. Do you think she'll ever be ready to actually do it? Oh. No. I, oh, that's no. funny, Drew. I don't think that she quite understands that... Often, parents will let their kids do things. Um, they're ridiculous and kids are stupid, but parents will let them do, do it anyway because why not? It's cute and it's funny, but there comes a point where you grow up out of it and you don't do it anymore. Unfortunately, she hasn't grown up out of this and she's still doing the psychic shit and she thinks that it gives her powers in order to do things. Do you think that she, as Bianca said, do you think she was aware of the fact that she was going to get totally shut down today? Or do you think that she, in her mind, has won this argument? Well, she can't think she won because they literally, she was in the middle of her rant and they just cut her camera. They were like, oh, well, boom. True. They didn't care like what she had to say. I like how they fade her down as well. Yeah. They just get Carl, rid of her. Carl quits it. They fade her audio, they cut her visual, and they're done. <laughs> what I yeah. appreciated, because I, I, I uh, before I watched the clip, I was kind of annoyed that they gave this person airtime. Um, I hate how networks do this, almost yeah. as fear-mongering or something like that. They always go to the wacko with the difference of opinion. They give wackos an equal voice. It's the same argument about like global warming, for example, um, where it's often a 50-50 debate, one person on one side of the Flat table, versus. one person on the other, and then there's the mediator presenter in the middle. When in reality, if you're talking about a scientific debate about global warming, it should be a room absolutely full to the brim, right to the top, of people a that scientific. are for it. Scientists, absolutely qualified scientists that are for the existence of global warming and man-made contributions to it, and then one person in that entire room is against it. That's the real argument. We saw a great demonstration of that argument once on um, last week's night with John Oliver, where he filled his entire set with people that are for the argument, and one person in there who is against it. That is the real argument. But I hate it in situations like this where they give them a 50-50 voice, and it is literally a my opinion versus your opinion. And that's not what the situation is. So I was very annoyed mm. to see this at the start. However, I did appreciate that when they cut her off and then Carl felt for some reason the need to apologize for being harsh to this woman, she deserved a physical <laughs> slap to the face because there is no other way to smack the shit oh, out of yeah. or smack the crazy out of her. And I know that's the wrong thing to kind of say or suggest, but honestly... 
if you're spewing that much misinformation on public television, I think that you're kind of open to that suggestion, and I think you kind of deserve that. You know, you are causing danger to people by being so reckless with your opinion and your arrogance in the situation. But I appreciate that they took the time afterwards to be like, look, we know we probably shouldn't have got her on, but we wanted to hear if maybe, maybe she had an actual case with actual documentation to prove that she has, you know, a medical exemption and blah, blah, blah. And maybe she was kind of um, shown aggression towards her that wasn't fair. As it turns out, that wasn't the case, but we apologize because we just thought maybe she did have a case and we wanted to have a conversation to her about that. So I appreciated that that, that happened. This is like saying what yeah. um, what you basically said is like that Ricky Gervais comedy skit, which you and I both love, Ricky. Wholeheartedly. And we've watched that. I think we've watched Humanity together a few times. Yep. Um, and then there's one part where he says, what is the deal with asking the average person for their opinion? And yep. I look, I have, I'm the average person. I have my opinion on certain things, but again, I'm probably a bit more well-read, but at the end of the day, my, like, I'm not saying it's all about other people, but I do read a lot and I like studying and learning mm. things. Whereas there's a lot of people who they get off these, off the street to do these sound bites and they have no freaking idea. They're just like yeah. literally average Joe Blow could not care less. And they ask them, what's your opinion on masks? And they're like, oh, they're a bit of an inconvenience. Well, yeah, they're fucking in a bit of an inconvenience, but do you know the medical reasons of why we're wearing them? No. Because mm. you haven't asked a medical professional. You've asked a bloke who spends eight hours a day in a cubicle, probably doesn't want to leave his cubicle and get out into the street with a stuffy mask because they are stuffy. Like, it's not... Thing. No one's arguing they're, about that. No one's arguing about that. Yeah. But they're not, they don't reduce your oxygen. They don't, you know, cause people to faint, which is what some people are saying. They don't, like, do anything. They protect you from getting diseases. And they that's protect why, other people from getting your diseases. And that's why medical professionals wear them during surgery as well, to prevent infection or disease from going yep. into, you know, place that cannot come into contact with that, like the human body, open on a fucking table. You know, I, I just think that it's a whole, it's a ridiculous thing that we're having to have this discussion about it. You know, the fact that people are so caught up in their own self-worth that they think that there is a conspiracy going on or that there's, like, I, I don't see how it can be more clear that a mask isn't there to cause harm or to create kind of like this sheep movement of, um, you know, if we can convince them to wear masks, we can convince them to do anything. The facts are literally in favor of wearing a mask. Like, if, if this is really, if that's really the case, that is the weakest attempt at trying to convince me to do something or manipulation to get me to do something by using literal facts and figures and being like, this is why you should technically do this. So do it. And I'm saying, yeah. You know, like, if we they... Should, if should also be... Yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, you know, if... If they were able to convince me to do something like wear a mask, but have literally zero facts to back up their claims, then we should all be concerned that there's a conspiracy going on and that we're being led down the wrong way and that it's basically government mind control tricks or whatever. The fact that there's actually undisputable facts there to back up the claim that we should wear a mask. We should be wearing a mask anyway. 
I mean, look at the, the look at Asian country. People wear masks anyway because there's a lot of people around. And if I am not feeling well, why would I want to get someone else sick? So I'll wear a mask. Or if someone else is sick, I don't want to get sick from their stuff. I'll wear a mask. You know, like we, it's such a common thing. And again, surgeons, medical professionals wear the mask because there's a reason to. So I don't understand why people with absolutely no qualifications other than they can Google for about three seconds and click on the links on the first page of Google, the most obvious paid for, um, you know, um, ad word fucking links. People click on those ones and go, oh, look, I'm an expert now. I'm an expert on the topic. Hey, you and your Harvard law degree or your medical degree or your, you know, scientific research counts for nothing because I can Google. Like, I just cannot believe that people can listen to such wackos. Carl was very right to call this lady a wacko because she is a wacko. Oh, yeah. Total wacko. She's a fruitcake. You are completely wrong because your facts are based on opinion, not fact. When did fact become less important to opinion? When did that happen? It it happened once we all could voice our opinions. As, as much as I agree with, and I'm a massive fan of social media, as you know, that's the industry I work in. So mm. I, I understand, and, and I understand the need for it, and I think technology is great because it has become a global community rather than just our own countries. Look, the fact that Drew is, like, a couple of kilometres away from me, Philip, you're mm. on the other side of the world from us, and we're still being able to do that, that's the great part of social media and technology and communication, but it has also given us this way that we can jump online, act like an expert, spread misinformation because that's our belief. Mm. Yep. And yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I agree with you. Opinions aren't facts. We have, you and I have this argument and watch this argument unfold on Facebook, not a couple of weeks back when someone we went to high school with came out as an anti-vaxxer and was using <laughs> all of their, it's always great when someone that you studied with. And I think that's the most interesting part. Like her, like this person and I sat in class together. And I remember this very clearly when we did uh, that whole unit about how to gather mm -hmm. sources and how to gather information and how to tell what's a fact and what's an opinion and, what you should believe in and what you shouldn't. Mm. Yet she still was quoting people's opinions like they were fact. And then Absolutely. was calling my facts because I gathered a bunch of facts and was like, this, and, and her thing is about the, uh, if there is a coronavirus vaccine, we shouldn't be forced to get it. We shouldn't mm -hmm. be forced to like no. stay at home. Um, all of that. Everything that Pete Evans says, by the way, and for people who don't know who Pete Evans is, Australian nut job. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, she basically quoted all of that. And I'm like, those are opinions. These are facts. And then she just wrote back to me, well, that's your opinion that those are facts. No. Opinions no. are Oh, sorry. Facts aren't. You can't have an opinion. <laughs> no. You, you can't, can't have an, opinion, have on an opinion on a fact. It's like. It's like saying the sky is blue. Well, that's just your opinion, isn't it? No. It's like, look up and look at it. It is, it is, <laughs> we know, again, the conjecture behind that fact 
is that it's blue it's because ridiculous. it's a, reflect, a, reflect, a reflection of the ocean. Um, so I get it. I get that that is the con- conjecture there. But that is still a fact that it is because of the ocean being blue, the sky is blue. That's still but, a fact. Like, even more of a solid one, because the sky colour can change. Sure, whatever. It can go grey, it can be pink, it can be orange. When you look at a blade of grass and you're like, that is green, and they're like, no, to me it looks red. Well, that's your that's your opinion. That's your opinion. The fact yeah. is, it's green. There's a scientific thing about it. It needs green is chlorophyll, and chlorophyll is how is how it feeds. It is green. Correct. No, it's red. <laughs> but that's your opinion. Like, oh, it's so <laughs> frustrating. Society but is the, just ridiculous, Bianca. But the fact that Carl oh. acknowledged that and was like to bring it back. The fact that Carl acknowledged mm. that and was like. We're sorry we had her on. We thought, you know, maybe she had an evaluation. She had something constructive. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was just, she just spouted off her opinion and her opinion is wrong because it's not a fact. Totally what ridiculous. A waste of airtime. Waste of airtime, total nut job. I don't think it was because. There's a good name for people like her Karen. Oxygen thief. <laughs> that is. But I. I don't yeah. think it was a waste of airtime because it was quite... One thing that um, we were talking about today is there actually are a, quite a lot more people walking around with masks since mm. both of those videos came out. Yeah. Because um, there was that one and then there was the other lady who basically went off at the Bunning staff. And then there was the other lady who I think... no, no that, Oh my God, that was horrible. That, that same lady, lady who went off... Was it? This was the lady who went off at Bunning staff, isn't it? No, no. They, but there were two different women that went off at Bunnings people. Oh, right. Yeah, and the other one that went off at Bunnings people, the other one that went off at Bunnings people, she then went to another mall with her husband and the police were there and no. they didn't have a mask. This is on YouTube somewhere. Else, oh, yes, I know what you're talking about, Bianca. Um, and they got arrested. But they didn't get arrested for not wearing a mask. Serious? They got arrested <sighs> because they were asked to prove their identity and then they arced up at the cops were like why do we have to do this and they refused to do anything that the cops told them to do oh but and there was so... a great line bianca there was a great line in the article my favorite line which was basically something along the lines of the cops were just like yeah but so what kind of thing and i'm trying to remember what it was i can't i don't have the article open i don't have the article saved but it was just the cops just shut them down and were just like they were like, you know, we don't have to wear masks. And they're like, but you do. And they're like, yeah, but it's our human rights um, to not have to wear them. And the cops were just like, but you do. And that's it. <laughs> and that was it. They had to. Which she's also the So when she went to Bunnings, she tried to explain to them that it was anti-female to ask her mm. to wear a mask. Like it was subjugating women to ask her to wear a mask. And no, it has nothing yep. to do with the fact that you're a woman. I'm sorry. No. I can't remember. And she was her telling name. that to a woman. No, she wasn't. It was a bloke. There was another. There was a woman at the front there door. Were, there were two women and the one guy. And when she didn't think she was getting anywhere with the women, she started turning to the guy and antagonizing him. I don't understand these people. There's also two runaround runabouts in um, Queensland who went from Melbourne got through New South Wales, made it to Queensland border, 
and they're both actually infected with COVID and they just walked around with no masks. Unbelievable that that happened. Unbelievable. How selfish of people. And, like, they didn't care. They were both teenagers and were like, oh, man, man, man. And, um, they, yeah, they've both been arrested and charged, fined or something because Queensland... They've basically been fined for crossing the border without permission kind of thing and sneaking through the border. I cannot Good. believe it, though. I cannot believe that it happened. It, how selfish and how stupid. Just to, like, go back to numbers... Mm-hmm. In Australia, there are currently 16,298. There have been 16,298 cases of coronavirus since the beginning of this pandemic. Yep. Um, and yep. 10,619 people have recovered. Um, but again, this is from the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, there have been 189 deaths. So currently 6,000 people roughly are infected across the country. Jeez. So outrageous. Honestly. Our numbers have crept back up. My team at work, we've had three people get tested in the last week. That's just my team. That's yeah. Concerning. Like it's ridiculous. How can it how can it be I don't understand why people are struggling so much. I mean, no, sorry, I that's not true. I totally understand why people are struggling so much to do it. For some reason, there's this, there seems this worldwide opinion that it's done and it's over with, life's back to normal. And everyone's just getting on with life and it is ridiculous and incorrect. Like, I can't believe how stupid everyone is being about this. Well, everyone's just, just like treating that it like it's over. F- but it's like that fake it till you make it. They think if they pretend it's over, then it will be over. Well, Which just for wrong. reference for countries that have... So we're, we're technically in our second wave now um, yep. because we yep. did have a die down. Um, we, we flattened the curve. We did everything right. And now our curve is all the way back up there. Um, I'm My just goodness. looking at all the statistics now. And it's, we, yeah, like I said, we've reached 16,300 cases altogether. Um, Jeez. And... Luckily, very luckily, 10,000 of those recovered. We do have a very yeah. good recovery rate in comparison to a country that hasn't taken it seriously at all. Um, the United States. Yes. Do tell me about America, please. Uh, I would like so, to you're say someone else. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you some... Okay, I'll give you the numbers first and then I'll tell you some more stats. Um, the US have had 4 million... 569,173 cases of coronavirus since the beginning of the pandemic. Bloody hell. Only 2,246,212 people have recovered. Um, That means that's just half of them. So only half of them have recovered. Whereas in our... Come on. Yeah. Whereas in our case, we're quite lucky in the fact that we've had... Uh, one, we've had two thirds of our recover off the top of my head. I'm doing the maths, which is always terrible. Um, (laughs) you're doing good. (laughs) I think someone said to me the other day that 260 Americans are being diagnosed 
with, oh, sorry, 2,600 Americans are being diagnosed with coronavirus per day. Yeah. Or something. Um, That's just staggering. Well, America, um, I do know that America crossed over quite recently and finally, well, sorry, not finally, but has consistently, for a fair chunk of time, had uh, basically over a thousand deaths a day or something like that. Well, this is the sad part. So there's been um, 150,300, sorry, yeah, 150,000, sorry, I'm really bad at reading massive numbers. 153,864 deaths. That's... Jeez. They're but getting Trump close to 100. Trump doing a good job. Mm, um, just for reference, which is, this is what I found <laughs> staggering. World War One had 116,000 casualties, American casualties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were more deaths in World War One. There were more deaths, sorry, from coronavirus in the last how many months than there was yeah. for America during years. World War... Yeah. In the years of World War One, They're I, reaching I, I, the numbers hmm. of World War II. Um, slowly I, but surely. I cannot believe... I cannot believe that that's the case. I cannot believe that... Okay, Trump is now finally wearing a mask, which is just ridiculous because he's even being half-assed about that. It's like someone's literally forcing him to because he doesn't look like he's enjoying himself wearing that bloody mask. Um, what I, what, what is driving me insane though, is that I cannot believe that Trump is deciding to discredit Dr. Fauci or try and turn the attention away from Dr. Fauci in the U S who is doing a remarkable job at keeping some sort of consistent stream of actual information, actual information. And by actual, I mean real, not bullshit, not conjecture, not opinion, not arrogance, not selfishness, not stupidity, not stupid arrogance from a fat orange man with some form of mental disorder of some kind or, or um, senile disorder. Um, I'm talking about actual information from a real medical professional getting out, leaking out to the so- to society in order to, to try and keep some sort of um, standard or, or, or quality to, to, you know, life in America. Yet Trump is choosing to dis- discredit he- him and shut him down, basically. Like, it just it blows my mind that that's able yep. to happen. Why has he not been... Okay, he got away with um, the impeachment last time because the Republican Party chose to not allow every single witness to, to talk um, because they assumed that the witnesses wouldn't have anything important to say when in reality, if you're going to not allow someone to talk, it's basically slam dunk that you're guilty. Um, but somehow his supporters didn't recognize that as total fact. Again, we're talking about fact versus opinion. Trump is the biggest form of opinion spruker and fact denier of all of them, of all kind, uh, of all time, sorry. Um, but he's trying to discredit Dr. Fauci when Trump is just the biggest problem with America. And again, I talk about impeachment. I don't understand how he wasn't impeached last time. Somehow the Republicans got away with it because his supporters were in favor of it. Um, but I don't see how he's not being impeached for this. He's literally killing America. He is doing a better job than any terrorist has ever done to the entirety of the United States in the history of the United States. Trump is doing a better job and will very soon 
tick over, I'm sure, when he when the US surpasses the number of deaths from World War Two, I wouldn't be surprised if America gets to the point where, as a result of Trump, America has more casualties due to negligence from the government than it does from any point due to a war crime, war deaths, um, terrorism, or anything like that. I think that government-controlled negligence will be the biggest cause, and I do not know how Trump has not been impeached for it. Blows my mind. Just to um, add to that and more statistics... Um, New York has had more deaths from COVID virus, from coronavirus, than they had from not only the September, the 9-11 attacks, Mm -hmm. um, but from people who had medical complications because of the 9-11. So when 9-11 crashed all the, like, the air pollution and all that, um, the firefighters who had got like cancers and stuff and all that complications there have been more deaths from coronavirus than any of those that death toll i just can't believe it how how does america actually get to that stage now i mean comparing i mean you know yeah, I, I, speaking of World Trade Center, yeah, it, it, you know, it, the fact that it's something like 51 World Trade Center attacks in in a row, 51 days of World Trade Center attacks is just unbelievable, a ridiculous stat. I can't believe I heard that. Um, you know, it, it's crazy that this, this conversation came so far from talking about a Karen having an argument with Carl Stefanovic on the Today Show, but it's where it came from because it is such... that there is, there is a global pandemic going on. In fact, there are two global pandemics going on. There's COVID-19 and there's the attack of Karens or self-entitlement. I knew you were I mean, going to say that or the attack of yeah. stupidity. Either either. Well, 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 well look, it, it, <laughs> yep. it's true though. There is, there is a serious issue going on where there is a serious self of entitlement or, you know, self-entitlement, self-entitlement, um, going on, where people think that they deserve more than anyone else. Um, the well, reason why the numbers existed. are so high, and it yeah. needs to be, the minute things of psychic Karen, um, the woman who had Bunnings, who also went off, um, in America, mm. the fact that they're protesting in Texas to send their children back to school, um, mm-hmm. All of these things are the reasons why the numbers are so bad. They all seem like tiny little one-off, you know, funny things that happen. Like, the, 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 the Americans who are protesting, let's go back to school, there are people protesting next to them dressed up as the Grim Reaper going, yeah, send children back to school. Like, jokingly. And it's funny, but it's this true. is the tiny details that the... the whole throw a pond in a river thing and you're going to create waves. That's the reason why so many people are dying globally because no one is taking this seriously on an individual level. Well, well, Bianca, I mean, if, if we, if we talk about something like that, um, about the idea of, of them talking or protesting people going back to school, look at the fact that in America, they're calling on Zoom meetings in order to discuss whether or not they should bring uh, t- send kids back to school because it's currently not safe to meet up in, in public together. 
Think of my, the irony um, of that. The irony, my, um, Bianca. There is. Yeah. My sister-in-law is a teacher, and we were arguing. Well, not arguing because we're both on the same side of it. She is a teacher, and she was like, "It's really stupid, you know, for us because apparently children can't get coronavirus." Um, according to what everyone is what everyone is saying, but it's not true. Everyone's just making it up because our government in Australia pushed for kids to go back to school, and she's like, and the the thing is, like, she genuinely said teaching them in person is easier. No one's doubting that it's a lot less work for us. It's a lot less stress for us, but mm. at the same time, they're all risking themselves going into schools to interact with these kids and. A lot of the kids at her school are international students as well, so it's not like it's well, doubly well, I mean, as difficult. I mean, and it, it's funny because, yeah, no point has anyone said that kids can't get coronavirus. It's not a matter of that. The, the, what, what was said very early on is that it's unlikely that kids suffer the same level of symptoms or experience the same level of symptoms as anyone else, but they can carry it just as well as anyone else can. And the fact that you're putting so many kids around who are so much less responsible, I mean, actually, kids are probably proving us proving that, that kids are more responsible than a lot of adults at the moment. There are a lot of childish adults that are less responsible than kids. Um, you know, kids can carry it and will take it home to their parents or to their grandparents or to their neighbors or their neighbors or their uh, neighbors' kids or their friends or pets and pat a dog on the way home from school. And that dog will go and back to its owners and, you know, like there's no logic to it I don't ever remember anyone saying kids cannot get it or cannot carry it that I don't remember that ever being said but not somehow that is the global community. opinion not from no, the and science that's now the, and that's now the opinion is that that is literally all fact and it was never said as fact and again comes back to Karen's and social media and whatever and Ricky Gervais opinion is now worth the same as fact and that is bullshit and it's because people get equal voice and it is such a shame um it's a disaster and and you end up with a situation where you have a fat orange arrogant unsuccessful businessman and con artist can convince a very stupid uneducated nation because statistically i reckon america is probably the dumbest nation on the planet um that he is a sound leader, all because he's racist. So because he's racist, that qualifies him as the best choice for leadership, and look where we are. And I do agree that it is somewhat coincidental that, you know, at a time when a global pandemic happens, it just so happens that Trump, who is this total extremist president, is in power. I get that there's a coincidence, but there's coincidence that there's life on Earth. There are coincidences. And, I mean, I, I think that the fact that America is in such a hole that it is, isn't coincidence. That is down to mismanagement. Sure, the coincidence is that it happens to be around. It is not a hoax. It has not been engineered or anything like that, because that doesn't help anyone. That doesn't help China. People stop buying things from China. If it was manufactured in China, people aren't buying shit from China anymore. It has cost them severely. I don't see how it is an advantage at all. That's just ludicrous. You know, the, the argument that China engineered this thing so therefore um, we'll all have to buy Chinese stuff. What? That is totally... <laughs> there are... Sarah wants to buy a Nintendo Switch, a product that is manufactured in Wuhan, China. There is a global shortage yep. of Nintendo Switches because they are manufactured 
in Wuhan, China, if it was an engineered thing in order to make us buy Chinese stuff, I can tell you it's fucking failed yep. because I cannot <laughs> buy a Nintendo Switch for Sarah because they are made in China. Tell me how that is a, a clever Chinese ploy. What kind of emo what kind of, of, of you know engineered thing is that? Like that doesn't make sense. It is bullshit. Bring it back to Karen though. Yep. Carl wins. <laughs> yes, Bianca. All of that back around to Karen. Carl won. <laughs> no, I was gonna say Back uh, to Carl. I just think America's Stupid. complete utter shutdown <laughs> is a very weird, strange mix of the fact that they do America does have like people living a very large population of people living below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Um, due to their love of capitalism. Now, I love capitalism. I'm a big fan of capitalism where it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. I think there's certain things that should not be capitalized, and one of those major things that I don't think should be capitalized is the medical industry. And we are very much seeing the reason why the medical industry should not be capitalized by watching America right now. Because... Mm-hmm. A lot of the other countries that are experiencing high death tolls have an aged population, a mm. very condensed population, um, or just don't have infrastructure, um, the infrastructure to support mm. high-tech medical or a lot of medical people. Their countries weren't designed for every single person to be in the hospital at once. Um, and India which has a combination of all these things. Mm. Whereas America is the only country, the only first world country that has the infrastructure, has the technology, has the smarts, because they they have some of the best doctors in the world. There's no actual arguing that America has some of the greatest medical equipment and people in the world. Yep. But... Because mm. they ha- they capitalize on medical medicine, the common people can't actually afford to get the medical care that they need, and that's where they're failing. Yep. They can't afford well, it, so they're dying. Well, Bianca, to to that point, or, or the uh, the capitalist argument, I, I was talking to a one hundred soon to be one hundred and one year old man, um, two days ago. Sir Humphrey Moon is his name. Um, he is 100, soon to be 101. I was there when he received his... Oh, sorry, I've seen the letter from the Queen and everything. Um, it's true, it happens. Now, I was talking to him about politics and capitalism versus socialism. And um, he, he, he questioned and asked, do you believe in a more socialist kind of society? To which I said, absolutely. That said, though, um, Capitalism has its place. I think it does. I believe it does. Um, because I, I think that in order to generate kind of interest and competition and progression, you do need to have this. There is this underlying desire for money and to be rich and everything. That's just the life everyone wants to live. And I think if you end up being more communistic, yep. not I'm not talking about socialism is communism. I'm talking about if you end up being communist... Um, there is no competition. There is no way to propel mm. people forward or anything like that. Socialism is a very happy balance 
between the two, I think. There are benefits for both systems, and I think that socialism is the way forward in terms of healthcare, um, in terms of education. I think both of those two things need to be socialist. If anyone thinks that those two things need to be capitalist, you're wrong. You just That is a fact. You are wrong because it does not work. And if you take, let's say, Norway, for example, a Scandinavian country that is incredibly wealthy because they have oil, versus America, which is also, I think, a pretty wealthy um, state based on the people that it has, but of course they get no access to that because they have such a poor tax system that favours the rich. Um, and but if you look at army. the two systems, and of course their army has to take all of the money because of course it does, against all those threats from no one. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you take the two countries side by side, yes, I know that there is a massive population distance which helps, but again... If America had better educa education, maybe there wouldn't be such a big population. We've all seen idiocracy. Stupid people fuck like rabbits. Smart people wait until it's too late more often than not. But, Drew, I'm not using you as an example. Um, you're, you're, in, you're in the third category of shit happens. That's, you're in the shit happens category. I didn't no, I mean even it. make that connection and then you just said, Drew, no, I don't I mean you. And I'm like, the fuck? No, no, I, I mean it. No, I mean it. Drew is in, in a, the third category of shit happens. Because shit does happen. It does. That's what happens. But if we look at it, again, if we use idiocracy as the example, where stupid people literally, stupid. you know, someone won a football game, so then they went and banged in the pickup truck, versus the smart people are waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and yeah. thinking too hard about the, the situation. You know, Using that's the two extremes. Yeah, and that's the two extremes of the, of the situation, you know. Um, and unfortunately, stupidity wins every time. It's the same with social media, it's the same with facts versus opinion. If I was to give a soundbite for something where someone was like, um, uh, are vaccines good? Oh, sorry, if someone said, are untested vaccines good? And I turned around and said, no, because you need to test it to make sure that they're safe first. Testing is a very important part. All that would be taken from my answer is no. And then all that would be taken from the question is, are vaccines good? So there you go. That's what that's what society does. Society is stupid and doesn't give people a chance to explain context or situation. They just go for the fastest, shortest, quickest, simple way, like stupid people do. Someone wins something. Let's celebrate. How should we celebrate? Let's fuck. That's it. That's all that that's all that there is. There's none of this kind of no. Let's let's have a party or something like no. Stupidity wins every single time, and that's what's happening in society. And if you look at America versus Norway, socialist kind of healthcare system versus a very very capitalist healthcare system in America. Of course, the socialist one wins because it helps people. Same with education. It makes people smarter. They can make smarter decisions and smarter choices. You look at America, the society is majority stupid. You're right, Bianca. America has some of the smartest people on the planet. It has some of the best doctors. Um, it has some of the best medicines, blah, 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 blah. America is the best in a lot of ways. Unfortunately, it has... If we look at the Metamucil scale for have you had your Inner Health health Plus today kind of thing or whatever that thing that adds for, I don't remember the what balance. it's for. The, yeah, the balance. Yeah. There's the smart ones oh, are sitting Where did you get Metamucil out of um, that? I, I just, it's in the sequence of health ads. What What is it? Have you had what's your Inner Health Plus today? Yeah, what's that, that for? Ad. It's Inner Health Plus. It's Inner Health okay, Plus. Well, inner Health Plus. Well, I don't fucking it's know. A, thought... It's a multivitamin. Okay, well, anyway. The fact is that the other side of the scale... Metamucil is to help with your. The, I know it's the goopy orange <laughs> drink that you meant to drink, and it's a powder that turns into goop, and it's orange. Anyway, um, the point being that <laughs> one side of the scale is overflowing with stupid, fat, unhealthy, dying Americans that are being replaced 
Those dead people are being replaced every second by about four inbred redneck children. Versus the other side of the scale, which has very smart people. You know, very smart, but very few people. Unfortunately, the, the stupid fat side wins every single time. It's just the facts. So, America's dumb. It's got a shit system. They're listening to a shit leader because they're convinced that he's a good businessman. So, you know, therefore, he's the right leader. Unfortunately, he is the most unsuccessful businessman that keeps pulling money from his dad's um, real estate empire. And then he's going ahead and making his own real estate empire, which is actually turning out to be a massive failure, blah, 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 blah. Trump is dumb. America's making bad decisions. There you go. And but but Philip, you Philip, you must remember at the end of the day, that's your opinion. <laughs> well, okay, I can actually fine. support that by one more fact. Um, yes. One more fact is that to bring it back <laughs> to my stats, because you know how I love my data. I love um, your stats, Manko. Thank you very thank much you. for having them. Bring it back. Uh, Seventeen million. Two hundred and eighteen thousand and a hundred a hundred and forty six coronavirus risk cases have been confirmed globally. Out of those seventeen million, ten million seven hundred and twenty nine thousand seven hundred and eighty nine people have recovered. Yeah. Um, and six hundred and seventy thousand nine hundred and fifty five people have passed away. Uh, so there's a pr- approximately about 7 million still infected currently, right now. and But with those death stati- statistics, I worked it out, I did it to the decimal, 22.83% of those deaths are American. Um, that's... And what... Yeah, and, and the fact that America still thinks that it's not their problem and it's, ah, it's a they, global problem is ridiculous. They um, have the hold on where's the death statistics um they have the most deaths totally followed by brazil but keep in mind that one brazil is a smaller nation so yes their statistics are a bit different um but they have the di- the difference between the death toll is they have brazil has 90,000 people who have passed away America has 153,000 people who have passed away. They have 60,000 more people yeah. that have died. Um, I think, though, the ultimate fact of the entire situation is that Carl Stefanovic... Those are facts that you down, just can't argue with. ...shut down Karen. Yeah, he did. And he is therefore. No, we'll get to that. Oh, Okay. We'll get to that because I want to. I do still want to really quickly though touch on the Emmys because I think it's important. We did kind of cover coronavirus and Karen and Carl and, but the Emmys are coming up, and I heard some surprises in terms of nominees. Some which um, are controversial because of being such a poor effort. But anyway, tell me the highlights if you guys can. The highlights of the <laughs> Emmy nominations very quickly before we get to our sick end of the week and our what the quote. I think Shit's Creek deserves a really good head nod because. For a show that was filmed in yep. Canada and all done by Canadians and started off very small, no one knew that what the hell it was about, started off on a tiny channel uh, in America, uh, it's now got 18 uh, um, Emmy nods. That's for fantastic. Not didn't including... cancelled? No, no, they, they didn't cancel it. They chose to wrap it up. Okay, like, good. Nice. The ne- they ended it on their own terms. Yeah, the network nice. asked for them to continue, but they were like, no, no, we have an ending. Um, 
but no, she, so they got yep. nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series, Outstanding, Outstanding Comedy Actor for Eugene Levy, Outstanding Comedy Actress for Catherine O'Hara, um, Outstanding... I want Eugene Levy to win. Yeah, Outstanding Supporting Actor for Dan Levy, um, Outstanding Supporting Actress for Annie Murphy. Um, so basically the main cast all got nominated, the main family. Um, directing, Outstanding Directing, they got episode they got actually they're up against themselves in one of the nominations for outstanding writing for two of their episodes they've been nominated for which nice. is amazing so has what we do in Brilliant. the shadow what we do in the shadows has been nominated for two um and there's a whole lot of others but they yeah one- another excellent show yes still but- not as good as the movie though but nothing will ever be the characters in the movie and the movie itself but still good good show They've done quite well, I yeah. think, and I'm I'm very proud of them um, because I just started watching. I started watching that randomly when it popped up onto Netflix for the first season, and I remember yeah. thinking mm. I, it was just something I wanted to watch in the background while I was cleaning. And I remember like watching the first episode, and then I sat down and watched the rest and did not clean for the rest of the day. <laughs> I just watched the whole season and I was laughing and crying. It's well, Netflix got it pretty much the second it started. Yeah, mm. yeah, they did. Which was really good. So we got to enjoy it as it aired. It wasn't something that came delayed for us. No, I don't think happened. it did. But it was it was well done. It's a good series. And they got picked up by the CW, so the yeah. CW now owns rerun rights. That's Very fantastic. Nice. Which um, they were, there any other, so were there any other highlights to the nominees? Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel led the nominations along with Game of Thrones. Why did Game of Thrones get nominated? Um, Surely it's not for season eight, though, because that was the worst bit of television I think a lot of people have ever seen. I would liken it to how Leo got his Oscar for a film that I've never even bothered to watch. Because I think it got nominated because it was Game of Thrones and it was the last chance. It was the last chance for Game of Thrones. Yeah, the bear one. The last chance for Game of Thrones to get nominated for anything, so of course it was going to get nominated for but, everything. But the unfortunate thing, I don't think that what the nom- nom- nominators um, realised was that there is um, terrible acting, terrible writing, terrible directing, terrible effects, terrible animating and CGI. Um, there is nothing of actual well, quality in the last season of Game of Thrones, and that is not because I didn't agree with the ending. Okay. It's because it wasn't well done. That's why I didn't agree with the ending. I don't have a problem with the ending. I think the ending is absolutely very Game of Thronesy, very random, like and very like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Like, of course, of course. The issue is, it was really poorly done. It was poorly done. It wasn't- have you looked at the outstanding drama nominations? It is quite solid. No. Um, We've got Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. Should be Ozark or The Mandalorian. I think I think um Handmaid's Tale deserves one. Uh, I want to watch. See, I've From watched what I'm being told, Ozark, Killing Eve is deserving it. Okay. So I've watched um, the first season of Killing Eve, and I've been doing it slowly because I can't. There's like a lot of plot lines I have to pay attention to. It's not obviously not as many as Game of Thrones, but I just I haven't had the headspace to do it. But I've been trying to get into Killing Eve. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, this is good. I have good news. We've been misreading it. Game of Thrones was for last year. There's no Game of Thrones this year. It actually made it into last year's one. Oh, yeah, I was... How good? I haven't seen Game of Thrones in this one. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, sorry. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is leading with Watchmen, which I am still desperately in need of watching. Okay, so just to be clear, Game of Thrones is rightfully not up for anything this year. No, they're not. I'm looking at the list now. Not at all. Not at good. all. Season eight would have been nominated last year. Well, it shouldn't have won Which anything is good, last year. Drew, Watchmen. I, I just leads need to say, Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Outstanding structured reality program every year. Antiques Roadshow gets a fucking Emmy nomination. Who watches Antiques Roadshow that often? Old people. <laughs> like, come on. As soon as you said that often, I decided not to put my hand up. Drew, come on. Drew. I love Antiques Roadshow. I like watching it on YouTube when there's something funny, but I'd rather not watch a whole episode. Like, you know when someone says, like, oh my god, the funniest thing happened on Antiques Roadshow, and so you watch the 15-minute bite of it, rather than, or the three-minute bite of it, sorry, rather than the entire Mm. episode? That's when I like Antiques Roadshow. Drew, do we have a nominee that we, 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 uh, a posthumous nominee that we, we we know we know and love. Oh yes, we do. Frank Raffi Willard. There you go. Oh, of course. Come on, Drew. Fred, you sorry, not Frank. We Fred. I don't know. I did, and I and I. Wait, what did my you, did mind you say? Completely blank. I said Frank. Now, did you say Frank? Of, yeah, I didn't mean to. I was reading Frank off the screen at the same time. Bless you. Fred Willard. Yeah, that's Fred... really sweet. I hope he gets it. From Modern Family for Outstanding Guest that Actor. That would be nice. Uh, fun fact on Modern Family. He's up no... against Dev Patel for Modern Love. Nah, stuff it. It should be Fred. I um, haven't watched Modern Love yet. Neither have I. Um, what's, what's an interesting fun fact about Modern Family is that they all swore never to run as lead um, actor or actress, they're only ever going up as supporting, so that way they're never taking um, the limelight away from the other actors on the show. Really cool. Um, oh, that's really cute. Yeah, like that's really that. nice. Should we move it on to our What the Quote or our Sick Kent of the Week? Yes. Yes. Excellent. So, last week's quote, which I actually, <laughs> guys, you'll, you'll like this. You'll like this. Um, so obviously we're looking for audience interaction, um, in terms of guessing this. And, uh, for last week's one, we actually, as always, had zero, um, reach out for it. So, never mind. <laughs> we, I built we it up like we had. reached out before. We have. But, but it was your sister really. and your mother. <laughs> exactly. Um, the quote though, the quote for last week's What the Quote was. Um, hey Janelle, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. Uh, yes, that was the quote. Obviously, the follow-up line was then, Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. Come home. Um, yes, so, that line is from Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Of course it is. Great line. When, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as, um, the Terminator, is impersonating the kid's voice, John Connor's voice. Yeah. And obviously then the T-1000 is imitating um, Janelle's voice. Great scene. Very good scene. I think it was awesome. I do like Bianca, Terminator. 
Oh, yes, I've absolutely. got this week's, don't I? Yeah, you've got this week's one. Fire when ready. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> that is the quote for this week. If you know it, reach out to us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast directory you listen to. Or if you know us, text us or write to us, Carrier Pigeon, however. Um, let us know what if you know what it is or what it's from and who says it. Thank you very much, Bianca, for mm-hmm. that one. Drew, who is our sick Kent of this week? Well... You know, we've said for a long time that the sick Kent could be for a good thing or a bad thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it just had to be something noteworthy. But in this instance, we had two fantastic options. But realistically, it has to go to the person that did some good this week. And that is Mr. Carl Stefanovic for silencing Wacko Karen. For outright claiming that Karen is a wacko or has wacko opinions or views. On live Fucking TV, television might I gold. Add. Television gold. <laughs> Amazing. And and just the cherry on top, whoever was manning the desk behind the camera for fading her out. Oh. Just. Yeah, oh. super the effort. O- so the Karen only reason why bird. he isn't winning is because we don't know his name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but the fact that Karen placed thirds in ter- third terms of nominations on a story that only had two people in it, pretty special. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> well done to Carl. You are this week's sick Kent of the week. And uh, yes, that yep. then very nicely brings us to the end of our episode of 151. Um, do join us again next week for plenty more talking and stuff. As always, Drew, thank you. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Good. And Bianca, thank you. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you, audience. Thanks, Drew. Until we speak again, (laughs) Drew, how do we end this episode? Yep.